Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. Today's episode is brought to you by nobody. Because let's be honest, nobody likes to hear ads. We all just put up with it because we think we have to. Well, you know what? I decided let's not do that for the time being and see how we get along. So let's get into what we all came here for, the actual episode. All right, folks, today we have a special treat for you. We have back with us, after way too long of a break, our, my, tech advisor for the podcast, Mr. Ryan Carlson. Now, Ryan had a bit of a break over the Rona from last year and everything else. Uh, he was worried about his family. Uh, uh, his son's got some sort of like an immune disease, so he wasn't comfortable coming on the show. So we had to wait for better times now. And luckily, he was able to come over and we were able to bullshit. And today, we wanted to specifically talk about what Andrew and I had kind of talked about in our outro a few episodes ago when he was on solo, is that we want to get more interaction going on with the audience and hopefully that you guys will have a time and a place well, not a time and a place but an ability to be able to uh, comment uh, maybe send in suggestions for show topics or ask questions for any of our normal guests and do all that kind of stuff so I figured it was a perfect place to kind of talk things out as Ryan and I had been texting back and forth about some possible options and what to do so we just figured we'd kind of hash things out on the podcast for everyone else to hear as well. Because, well, it's just kind of how we roll. It's just kind of what we do around here. So hopefully uh, you guys will enjoy this as much as I know that I did. Uh, there's a lot of questions from me and a lot of learning from Ryan, which is pretty normal when we talk about the tech stuff. Because, again, I'm not very tech savvy, and Ryan really loves that stuff. So without any further ado, please sit back, strap in, and enjoy our conversation. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and today we have back with us, after way too long way too of long. a drought, it's Ryan Carlson. Ryan, how are we doing, sir? Good. How are you? Doing well. So, Ryan, if you haven't uh, been listening from the old episodes, is my tech support for the show. Uh, he is the main reason why this is actually up and running as it is, and I'm always bouncing questions off of him. But you've had a bit of a rough year with the Rona last year, and uh, I mean... I'm not getting into too much detail, yeah. but your, your son has a bit of a respiratory problem. So you guys kind of locked down and kept things tight. And we were talking about getting together and doing yeah. some stuff, but we just weren't quite comfortable with no. doing that at the moment. But now with the vaccines and everything else, mm -hmm. feel a little bit more comfortable getting out and about. So luckily, we got you back on the show. So thanks for coming back on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. No problem. It's been too damn long. It has been. Yeah. We've, we just we couldn't we couldn't risk it with, Absolutely. with the family situation. And I completely and, and, understand. I've got other friends that like – that have uh, health issues and they were all locked down and I only saw them like outside because they wouldn't mm -hmm. meet inside. Like, I got no problem with that. Hey, yeah. so I love you. I still want to see you, you know, but you got to do you and take care of you mm -hmm. and we'll figure all that kind of stuff out later. So luckily now uh, we're in a little bit of a better place. Yes. So life is good. We're not out of the woods yet. We're in a much better place. But though. yes, a much better much place. Much better. And uh, what we wanted to talk about today uh, is kind of what the big theme on the show has been recently with Andrew and Jake. And, and we're obviously doing all of our segments and stuff and like the American Honesty segments and just other segments. Mm -hmm. And we just had one uh, with Todd about his health scare and all that kind of stuff. And we were talking about it'd be so much nicer if we could get some more interaction with the mm -hmm. listeners. 
You know, and it's not like we've got hundreds of thousands or millions of listeners or whatever, but I can say now we've got dozens of listeners and it's great. So it's growth and we're doing good, but we also want to make sure that we're listening to what the listeners are saying and what they want, but... I'm afraid of it turning into like a bad discord if we're mm-hmm. doing like the whole social media thing. Because originally, I had set up a Twitter account yeah. thinking that maybe that's like the best way to reach people. It's like the most uh, neutral platform. It doesn't really lean one way or the other. It's just it is what it is. And it's mm-hmm. there in the middle. But I don't think that's the best way to really go about interacting with listeners and hearing what they have to say. Because again, I don't want it to turn into a negative discord. I hate yeah. to say it like fake book. Mm-hmm. You know, and all those kind of things where it just turns into people screaming at each other. And I don't want that. Yeah. So we had kind of like talked a little bit in the last couple of weeks, like kind of uh, through text and stuff mm-hmm. about what do we think maybe is the best way. And I kind of want to talk that out Absolutely. now kind of through everything else. And we, we kind of thought that maybe email might be the best way to go about that. Email. So with a Twitter or with a Twitter account, what I've seen for of Twitter is more of you've got a celebrity. And they want to get a message out to other people. Yes. It's a one-way communication more than anything. Uh, there's the constant jokes of, this is what I had for breakfast on Twitter. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Twitter is for. And that's why you'll see a lot of celebrities. I I want to say Jocko loves Twitter or something. Yes, oh, that's his main form of communication for the outside world. Because he can get that message out yeah. very easily. And that's what it's designed for. Facebook's the other way. They want to, you to see ads. So it's not so much about getting things out. It's how much can they make? Yeah. How many, how many eyeballs can I bring back to this so I can sell ad space? Exactly. And that's – their algorithms will do that. They they don't want necessarily the message that you have to give out. It's the message that they can make the most money off of. Whereas Twitter is, here's your message. We're going to make money outside of that. And anybody who wants to broadcast a message, there's your message. Um, Facebook, I've heard a lot of um, – uh, one podcast uh, writer that I, I listen to, he's had enough of them because they're not giving or Facebook is not broadcasting his. You content. hear more and more people going away from that yeah. and going more with Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Being their two big mm-hmm. platforms and they're kind of getting away yeah. from Facebook. The algorithms just don't want, if you don't make enough profit, you don't get that, or you know, you don't get that message across. Um, so, However, with either one of those, you have that discourse, which with a lot of the content you have here, you're going to have discourse, though. Yes. I mean, we we always talk about controversial topics, and there's going to be people who don't agree. And I understand that, and that's fine. But as long as the conversation remains civil, I'm okay with the conversation. I'm afraid of it going back and forth with people Mm -hmm. online, which is why I think maybe, like you had said, the email might be our best way to go forward and just have a link or an email or something where people could send in their comments where i or we could read them yes and then we can address them on the show yes and if that's that's the and i would love to do a q and a i would love to do like <laughs> if people's questions and like hey what's your thoughts on this or whatever like mm-hmm. i know it's just my thoughts who gives a shit but i mean it'd be good to have that place where people could send in their questions the email is a one-way communication to you yes for that information then you could do that it's just getting people to send you stuff yes um you know, but then there won't be that discourse, which if you want people to send you stuff, they may not, they may want that discourse. They may want that argument. They, you know, the people that are listening 
want to hear these controversial topics or are interested in that. So right or wrong or, you know, do they agree or not agree? Do they want that discourse? You will have troublemakers. Of course. There's always going to be trolls. <laughs> so um, most of what I've seen, they, they'll shut down those comments. Oh, they'll shut it, you know, shut it down and say, hey, I've, we have to stop this conversation because it's getting in the weeds. That's a lot of work for you. Yes. So that's where the email comes in. It's just, hey, I'm going to blast you an email. Here's my comments. I want to hear it on the air. You know, yeah. that's a little bit more an older, you know, that's a radio type, you know, hey, we got this this letter in. We read this stuff on the radio. You hear what your answer, your questions are answered. Done. But I assume that's probably like more of the... The bigger podcast is probably what they do, and they do Q and As. Like I, I listen to a handful that do Q and As, mm -hmm. and they might do them like once a week or once a month or whatever it is. But they'll they'll solicit like on their Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, whatever, yeah. and then I don't know if they send them to their website to like click the link to contact them or email them or whatever it is, or if it's like DMs through Instagram. Or who knows? But the the communication that seems, is that is seems to be like very popular mm -hmm. episodes. People love to hear that. Yeah, and that's. Uh, broadcasting out on all the platforms like if you broadcast on your twitter and say blast this and here's your link send it here then you can get the media attention or you can get your uh point point out there and but you don't have the discourse yeah back and forth it's just hey here's this give me give me ideas thoughts questions send it here yeah, but how do you push that on a on a platform that doesn't have like a celebrity you know, account where people are going to follow it all the time and no matter what, like it's, it's hard to drive traffic. I think for something small like this, yeah. where we only have a handful of listeners, you mm -hmm. know, who are like, they were dedicated, obviously. I mean, there's obviously some episodes that spike because maybe their, their friend was on it. So they mm -hmm. shared it. So they checked it out yeah. or who knows, whatever. But I mean, for, for normal dedicated listeners, it's like, this, it's not like there's, again, it's, it's not Jocko Willink. It's not no. Andy Stump. It's no. sure as shit not Joe Hogan. No, you know, it's, it's not. Like, it is, that's fine, though. I'm not trying to mm -hmm. be. I'm doing this because I love it. It's fun. Mm -hmm. I enjoy hanging out with my friends and bullshitting and talking. And it's, it's just a great time. But it's like, again, like I don't know how to progress that to make it more like you know user-friendly for the audience. The bigger, the bigger thing is the connections that you make with similar um, content. Um. I know you don't have an Apple phone, but Apple Podcasts has it where you scroll through what you the show that you are like you like, and it relates it to other content that's similar. So if you can create, if you can link your Twitter account or your whatever account you have and link it to something that is similar to your content, you're going to get people to cross those lines. Yeah, and that's that's how you can spread that word on there because the the whole goal of the social media is to spread that so they want you to see those connections they want you to see the um hey here's something similar to you um the uh, amazon music i've been listening to a lot of you know that kind of stuff pick an artist it says here's four other artists that are similar to yeah this. but is that just based on like the genre or the the type uh, that you those are a little bit simpler because it is, okay, you like this genre, here are four people that are associated with, with, this, this, genre. with this genre. Yeah, because or, like a lot of the ones I listen to, they're not like in the same kind of category mm -hmm. as like as my podcast is listed. I think mine is listed under like 
like society and culture or something mm-hmm. like that because it's the only thing that kind of made sense like whereas like obviously like the joe rogan experience is listening under a, a comedy because there's a yeah. comedian on there who's yeah. hosting like com- like uh, comedic friends on there they're mm-hmm. always bullshitting and talking and having fun obviously it's deeper than that yeah you know but then there's like the other ones i love listening to like the endless endeavor podcast with you know greg anderson and like mm-hmm. andy stump like cleared hot you know like those kind of podcasts where i think it's much more similar to those but i don't think they're in society and culture you know like it's a different kind of thing it is but that's also just one location so on Twitter, uh, yeah that's a good point twitter so that's in your podcast the podcast will link to something similar now twitter is a different thing because if you switch to say or if you link all of your accounts and say, hey, I like this or I like this. It doesn't have to be the same category. But um, if someone from, we'll say, Joe Rogan podcast looks through theirs and you get enough traffic, you'll see yours down there too. If most people are bored, as when they're locked in you know, this past year. <laughs> yeah, locked in their houses, start, they can't go outside. <laughs> they're going to start clinking on anything they can get their hands on. Yeah. And so... It's the, you know, kind of accidental click or the, you know, I, I'm just looking for something. Hey, I see this guy on here, big beard, click on this. What is it? He's subscribed to the, you know, the, the Twitter accounts linked to this. I see that this guy likes the same thing that I do. If, if all these other Twitter accounts are linked here, Hey, this guy likes all this other stuff. What is this thing that's different? Maybe I'll like it. So it's, even though it's not the same category, which within the podcast app, yes, they're going to classify it as a, um, they're going to classify it as what type of genre it is or what type of any of that is. You're just going to, you know, it's a little bit simpler that way. Okay. But once you break out of that, doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I guarantee there's people that will have the same interests or same likes as you and say, wait a minute, this podcast is not a comedy, you know, listed on a comedy genre, but I tune into Joe Rogan, not just for the comedy, but for the deeper conversation. So I can do the same thing here. Yeah. So it's, it's all about those connections. And then, like I said, if you don't want the discourse, emails i'm just afraid that it'll turn into negative crap and i don't want to be in there having to manage it and do all that kind of stuff i don't i want i want to enjoy doing the Mm -hmm. podcast and not have it be like so much work that it becomes tedious you know it's just like everybody who like who takes their hobby and tries to make Mm -hmm. it a profession oh yeah it's like eventually like they lose their love for it because it's not just what they love to do whereas Mm -hmm. what i love to do is sit down with friends and people that I love and have great conversations and bullshit and mm-hmm. have a good time. And I, I want to do more of that. So I think maybe the email might be like the best way for me going forward. Probably. Just because like that's like what the kind of level that I want to get into it. So it gives an opportunity for somebody to kind of reach out and say, hey, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. I like this. I don't like that. Hey, stop saying um 37 fucking thousand times. Like, okay, I'm trying. God, yeah. it's difficult. But it'd be... But not turn into the weeds, whereas like a lot of the social medias do, where they just bicker back and forth, start arguing. It's mm-hmm. like, guys, calm down. It's not the end of the world. You're you're allowed to have different opinions and still appreciate and love each other. Damn but, it! But that's also the thing is, isn't that the point of what you're trying to do here? Uh, I'm I'm trying to spark people to make to have the ability, maybe. To sit down with people that they disagree with Mm -hmm. and have these difficult conversations, not trying to change their mind, Mm -hmm. not trying to have them 
only see it from their point of view, but just to have the conversation in general so that hopefully they can look at it from other people's perspectives and to shape their own opinions. That That's the whole idea. But realistically, it's just because I like talking yeah. to my friends and bullshit and having fun. Like if, if somebody gets some benefit out of it, that's awesome. But if not, I'm still having a blast. I'm having a great time. Yeah. But that's also the thing is it's whether you want to take that step into an arena of how do you get people from the point of I'm going to scream at you until you decide or until you agree with me or fight in one of those conversations to, okay, I'm going to listen to you and respect what you've got and then tell you my point of view. And then we're going to talk back and forth until we can either come to a conclusion, not a conclusion, or just hey, sometimes and, it's okay to agree to disagree yeah. and just go and just still love that person. But there's, there's no point where screaming is okay ever. So like if somebody starts screaming at me, like I shut down, like I'm just like, shut the fuck up and I'm just going to yeah. walk away. Like, but that, I'm not going to deal with that. But that's also the thing is wouldn't your platform uh, in those chat groups or in the, in the conversations, wouldn't that be the spurring to, Hey, you know, why are we screaming at each other? The point here is not to scream at each other. It's to talk back and forth to each other. God, you would hope so. Exactly. But, but who knows? Because we all know people, especially when they're like, it's different when you're face to face. Yeah. Right. Because you can get punched in the mouth. Mm -hmm. But when it's online, things go really bad because there's no repercussions if you say something really mean to somebody else. No. But it sounds like that's what you want. No, I don't want people to say something mean to no, somebody no, no, else. No, like, no, not, not say something mean. It's to not say something mean. Yeah. It's to have these conversations. Like, uh, be whether, civilized. Like, it's whether, not that difficult. Whether it's online or not online yeah. or in person, you still want them to have these conversations. So, in all reality, if you could actually take the amount of time it, it takes to kind of, uh, I don't know what a good word is for it, but babysit those you know <laughs> that might be a really good word <laughs> put the baby monitor up now calm down now wait exactly. make me pull this car over <laughs> that's what you'd have to do with these but you with that work you could get people to say okay i would i'm going to have this conversation on this in this but it may not be for the show you know it may not be questions for the show. It's just getting two people to talk about something in a civil way. Yeah. Instead of yelling at each other until, and like you said, with no ramifications, no repercussions, nothing like that. It's the internet. You can do whatever you well, want. I mean, Andy Stump talks about this all the time. And I use this analogy all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like he uses things that he calls the elevator test. Like, mm -hmm. would I say this to someone in a closed elevator? If the answer is no, then perhaps I shouldn't say it. And that, and that goes for obviously in person or online. Yeah. But it's also, it's changing people's thoughts about that entire thing. Do you really have to say something that horrendous that, you know, in general, why do you need to talk to like, talk like that in general? Uh, typically it's, it's for weak minded people who've got no better way of actually explaining their own ideas and how they feel. So they just, lash out and start name calling or doing whatever you see it in the media mm -hmm. all the time it's like if you can't describe what it is of how you feel and use words mm -hmm. you just lash out and call them names it's like it just shuts everything down because now they're just defending mm -hmm. being the the name calling that you're doing to them it's like we're now we're now no longer having discourse like it's mm -hmm. just it's just a bunch of bitching going on it's like stop your bitching so it's defending your own pride yeah there's some of that i guess maybe but um, one of the things I've joked about uh, a lot 
Um, I, I, I graduated with a degree in mechanical engineering. And I swear somewhere along the lines, they had a class in arrogance. <laughs> and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. Having worked with engineers my entire adult <laughs> life. Yes, I do. I swear every engineer gra- goes through this class. We don't know we actually go through it, but you have an entire semester class on arrogance. <laughs> and that's one of those things. This is this is just the the built-in nature of the schooling just the environment, everything that you go through growing up these days is your point is right. You know, no one can change your mind. Yeah. But I think that's also just a lack of humility, obviously with the arrogance (laughs) of just not being able to look at it from somebody else's perspective to just challenge your own ideas. Maybe Mm -hmm. you'll come to the same conclusion. Maybe you'll still stay with your Mm -hmm. ideas, but there's a better way to go about it. Yeah. And that's the thing is, it takes a lot of work, but you could do that with one of those social media platforms. Yeah, but I don't want to be like a full-time babysitter. <laughs> I just don't. I'm so lazy. I want to go. I want to go to the gym. <laughs> I want to go ride my mountain bike. I want to go hang out with friends and drink whiskey. Like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, what you you know, what do you want to do? And so that's when I suggested the email. It's it's that one way communication. If you can link those account, or link those social media accounts, and say, "Oh, I have, I'm gaining followers from uh, people finding it through other links," and just you know, have those links across the board. Um, I know uh, a couple breweries are opening up um, around town, around where I live. Um, that's a big thing because I'm trying to think how many years ago. Three or four years ago, there were no breweries yeah. around. And then one showed up. <laughs> and then one. Pretty damn good, by the way. Oh, yes. And now, what? There's five or six. But I think that's a wonderful thing. I think so many people get stuck in this old school scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. thinking that, well, my brewery is awesome, but if there's another brewery down the street, they're not going to come to my brewery. They're going to go to that brewery. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. you guys are all there to fight against Applebee's. Yeah. Because well, fuck Applebee's. Like, and that was the And crazy. if people will want to travel a half an hour to go check out two breweries instead of just one. Yeah. So now you've got more. And if you've got a couple more, yeah. they'll, they'll make little, what do they call them, like trails, yeah. right? Well, they'll, they'll do like a loop and they'll hit all the breweries. And it's like, you know, get more traffic. Yeah. Like, it's actually better for you to work with the other people. Yeah. To grow your own business. One of the things, and that's where I was getting at with this one, is what I was seeing is all those breweries in the county are calling each other out saying, hey, we stopped over here. They're great. Hey, these guys are opening next week. Yeah, go check go, them out. Go check them out. Um, oh, and by the way, stop by us and grab a keg or you know, grab a, a growler on your way there or something like yeah. that. And it, it's one of those things you hear a lot of that is those guys are promoting each other. Because, oh, we're on the same community. Yes. And, then, and then you've got the cities too, right? the brew paths and things like that, that the cities are saying, hey, we can, um, we can not only draw people into our city because of these events. And they put this little thing together and put t-shirts and, you know, little passports. And, yeah. We you can know. go get stamps at the different exactly. places. And that's, and that's one of those things where those links between them will great, uh, create a stronger following for all of them yes. instead of just one. And so those are the that's the links between similar content. You know, um I also saw there's uh a lot of those and this is a little bit easier than what you're doing because you know, you have a physical product and things, but a lot of those breweries are doing collaborations. 
hey, I got a brewery next door. We're two independent breweries, but we're going to go sit there and make a uh, make a collaboration between the two of us and sell it at both both places. Yeah. We both win and we both advertise and we both, you know, and, you know. Yeah, because, I mean, it's win, win, win. Because it it's, it's good for both breweries and it's good for the public. It's 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 good all the way around the board. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the, the worst thing you could do is say, oh, that place sucks. Don't go there. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Like, encourage that. Like. Again, that's going to bring people from afar as well. And that's that linking yeah. right there. If uh, Same with like the Twitter account. If you can link your content to something similar, something you know that it's going to draw like-minded people to move from one to the other. If, if I go to this one brewery and they say, oh, wait a minute, there's one down the road too. You should try this too. Yeah, I'm going to go down the road, maybe not this weekend, but the next weekend and go to that one too. And then I get, you know, two places to go instead of one. You know, um, it's just finding a way to make sure that that get up, gets out there. Yeah. Um, you're right. Facebook is not the greatest right no, now. No, no, no. Going... I'm definitely <laughs> never going back on that stupid shit again. <laughs> it's I mean, I could downhill. see maybe doing like an Instagram, but even then it's like, what do I have pictures to take of of this stuff? I was like, mm-hmm. I really want to do all that kind of stuff too. I mean, if I'm going to do social media, Twitter seems to make the most sense. But mm-hmm. again, I don't know if that's even the best way going forward i don't know i mean we can still i mean i think it's still probably open to discussion but i still i do i mean for me right now the best thing seems to do is like the emails if people mm-hmm. want to send emails in we can take care of those we can do q a that way or get th- thoughts and feedback and all yeah. that kind of stuff and just kind of move from there but going yeah. forward maybe twitter might be the best like platform to use to push social media but i, I don't know emails is such a simple thing to set up you can create one right now yeah and but the, the issue is your... obviously like how do i link that in without just saying it on the air and saying hey just email me here with questions or comments or whatever well that's your start because too. like obviously you want to have an easy way for them to mm-hmm. like just go here click a link and boom here we yeah. can send stuff off instead of just going into their email browser and typing it in and shit i messed up a letter and yeah. damn it and no that's that's where you're you know you'll start here you'll you'll start over the podcast with just an email, make it something simple, make it, you know, the name, you know, I, how many millions of domains are there? You can find some domain on there. That's simple. Um, that they won't screw it up typing up. <laughs> um, just stay away from numbers. <laughs> I, is, is it the, is it the number? Is it spelled out? What is it? Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Just make it simple. Make it simple. Um, like email your dumb questions here to the big bald guy. <laughs> perfect. I guarantee that domain is uh is still. I'm sure available. it's available. Of course, if you guys listen to it now, it's probably not shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't pay for the don't pay for that domain if if somebody bought it already. <laughs> um, start there, and then once you get that going, then it's time to broadcast it out. Um, I know when we talked about that, it's uh, the hosting site. Uh, I don't know if they have anything to... I looked through there and I didn't see anything. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I couldn't find a place to even add an email mm-hmm. or say, contact me here. I, I didn't see anything like that. But it's, it's such a simple platform mm-hmm. that it just may not be offered there. Now, I might be able to like upgrade into like a more like more payment yes instead of just hosting it like it is now maybe that's available I don't I haven't emailed them to see if that's an option or I don't know yet when you think about it that service is trying to get you is is they're trying to get you more listeners so you can continue using their service so that they can continue to grow so it would be in their best advantage or best 
interest. You would think, yeah. To do something like that, have some sort of platform that they can, you can host that kind of stuff to, you can host a, a an email to, you can host a question to, you can, you know, um, IMs are so prevalent these days. IMs. Instant messaging. Okay. You know, um, the big one right now, you know, um, Slack, those kind of things. I've heard people talk about like Discord and subreddits and yeah. all these kind of things, and I assume those are similar. Reddits are a little bit more open platform. Well, not Reddit, it's, but like a subreddit. I yeah. Or what's the? Well, a subreddit is just a conversation within in, Reddit. Within Reddit. Okay, I got so, you. So, um, Reddit's a little bit more computer oriented. Yes. It's, it's a little bit more whereas, older. Whereas I assume most people are listening on their phones. Yes. So, doing that on the phone base is going to be probably much easier to get people to send instead of having to go to their laptop or oh, whatever yeah. and go in somewhere and click And that's that also stuff. the thing. Post that email in the in the uh, page notes or the, the show, show notes. notes. Yeah, that'd be simple enough, right? Because it'll make a hyperlink, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, you. Sh- I see that done all the time with, hey, here's our content. Here's our... Yeah, the easy thing. I can go back and put it in all the old ones exactly. too so they get an old one. All you need is, hey, here's my email. Hyperlink. Boom. With the phones... Click it; it automatically sets sets up the uh, the email. Type what you want. Thirty seconds, you're done. And that's you know any of the social media. You're still just going to paste that hyperlink into your show notes, and you're done. So um, that would be the the base way of doing it. You're not going to get anyone outside of the current podcast to email you of or anything like that or you're not but that's, but that's not the goal no but that's your starting point yeah that's your starting point that's you know um then once you what you can do is just focus on making those uh connections with other content to try to draw people into your podcast so through twitter you're not necessarily focusing on hey here's my q a link to do this it is Hey, I've got this show. If you like X, Y, and Z shows, come try mine out. Because I, you know, I do this all the time with the podcast. I'll, um, I'll run out of podcasts because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like silence. We've all been there. We've like got caught up on all the podcasts we normally listen to. It's like, <laughs> shit. What do I do now? <laughs> Find yeah. another one. <laughs> And so that's the thing is you scroll down. And if you're and a freak like I am, you start at number one and listen all the way through in order. Oh, yes. No. <sighs> it's sad. But it's true. <laughs> I, I'm guilty. <laughs> I think a lot of us are. I'm, a lot I'm, of us who love podcasts, it's, you, just, you want to see the progression, the yeah. natural growth of everything. I actually don't like the way it's set up now where it's, hey, it's the most current show and then it works its way back. I always shift it back and yeah, start. I do, I I do the same in my listener as well. I, I don't think I ever start at the latest it just doesn't make sense to me um but you know i i'll do that all the time is scroll down hey what's all the you know what are all these new ones and then and since they're currently they're being added on a daily basis these podcasts are being new podcasts are added all the time i see a lot of um celebrity ones too yeah i i see a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon of creating a podcast because it's in all reality, it's not that hard. Yeah, it's it's, it's very simple to do. It's yeah. You don't need a lot of equipment, no. you know, and it's like you can do it on your own free time. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, a lot of these people are losing ways to make money. Mm-hmm. And some of the the best ones who are like 
really survived and thrived, especially like comedians and stuff, mm-hmm. like in the last year or so, it's because they've had podcasts because yeah. they couldn't go out touring mm-hmm. where they normally make their money, but they've already got an audience. Yeah. So they just doubled down and did more of what they were already doing yeah. and they're doing fine. It's yeah. Like, and that's so I see a lot of other people jumping into those spaces because, hey, it's. I can't do what I normally want to do, so let me make money this way. Especially with the the star or with the celebrities and things, they have access to other people. Yeah. So the equipment's not a problem. I'll just call somebody. Not up. to mention they can get a shout out or get put exactly. on somebody else's podcast. Hey, I started my own. Go check it out. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's it's a very easy thing to get into, yes. and it's very easy to produce, very easy to put out there. Um, even if you have to pay somebody to do it, all this infrastructure is built already. Yeah. It's not like you know, the recording studios can't do any of this stuff. So, but then it's the connections, you know, oh, I, all these other comedians are doing this. I'm just going to tag all them out, all the other people who are similar to me and boom, you're going to get people looking for your podcast with all these other people. I'm, I guarantee you, and you're probably better than this guy. I don't listen to Joe Rogan as much, but I guarantee I haven't, you. I haven't listened in months, so I'm yeah. really far behind. I used to be pretty much caught up, but it's been a long time since I've listened. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I don't know. I think I've listened to like maybe three episodes in the last like four months, maybe. So it's like I'm just, I'm so behind because I'm still trying to get caught up on the other stuff I'm listening to. But the question so. is, how many other things did you find because of his podcast? <sighs> Most of the ones I listened to. <laughs> right there. Right? There's your Because like Andy Stump was on and I loved that guy. And then he started his own podcast. <laughs> And then Andy Stump had Greg Anderson on, and then he started his own podcast. I loved his stuff, and it's, it's like like things have snowballed in. Like I love the uh, Black Rifle Coffee guys, oh, and yeah. Free Range American, and like what Dudley and Andy Stump started, oh, yeah. and then now those guys have kind of taken over. And I love that stuff, and <laughs> you know, it's like it's just it's fun. But that's that's mostly what I listen to. And there's those links that you're looking yeah. at now. They're they have it a little bit easier because they're people. They can they invite those people on. I don't have a podcast, so I can't really just invite you on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have the time. I don't personally know any other podcasts. You <laughs> exactly. Know, it's, it's like we can do Swapcasts or no. have each other on each other's yeah. show and you know promote that to each other's links because, again, I just I do this because it's fun and I mm-hmm. enjoy it and I have my friends over and mm-hmm. we bullshit. That's kind of yeah. what we do. It's, yeah. It's very different than kind of what I thought it was going to be when mm-hmm. I first started, but it's just – it's some of the most fun I have all month. And I look forward to like the boyos coming over and us bullshit. You yeah. know, it's like I was sitting down right now. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, we, we talked for almost an hour before the damn, <laughs> exactly. we started recording just because oh, yeah. like, we haven't seen each other forever. No, so we were kind of catching up, but it's like, it's like, I just, I love this. This is fun for me. Like, yeah. Plus what else am I going to do? Like, like today, like, well, I, I got to mow, I got to do laundry and maybe some meal prepping. Like, okay, wow. It's, I'd rather sit here and do this for a while. I can do that later. You know, it's, it's if you'd like, I'll drop my kids off and you can babysit them for the. No, day. I'm totally good. Like I, I'm <laughs> glad that my daughter's graduated now, going off to college next year. It's it's so much easier. Yeah, because we we could we could use a day. Yeah, off. yeah. The yeah. problems that I get from Texas, is like, oh, these are much easier to deal with than, than young kids. So I think we're all good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you have a little bit harder problem. I did. I, I have heard you know more people. I know there's a another guy doing a podcast over close to me. I'll have to. You know, that, but that's beer related. So what? So. I love beer. <laughs> He's, I'm, uh, I'm, honestly, I'm getting more into whiskey recently yeah. than beer, which is interesting because I never used to be able to drink it except for like mixers. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten into bourbon uh, specifically because it's so much sweeter. Yeah. Um, but over the last like year and a half, I would say, and I've really kind of, really kind of gotten into the, the culture and like mm-hmm. hunting for bottles and talking to people about what's coming out and everything else. And it's, it's been a lot of fun. And. And like the last couple of times that I've bought beer mm-hmm. and I've had it, 
Like I bought some Elvis juice not too long ago, mm-hmm. and, I, and I had I love Elvis juice, yeah. you know, and I, and I had it, and I was like, it's okay, but it's not as good as it used to be for my palate. Whereas like I, I think I'm getting more into the whiskey, so I'm just kind of falling off on mm-hmm. the beer. I mean, I still still enjoy beer, but you're you're just getting old. <laughs> I've always been accused of that. So well, no, it, it's it's physically. I, I mean, I, I I had an interesting thing, you know, as we're as we're emerging from the uh, the pandemic, we're venturing out a little bit more and and getting a little bit more takeout. And uh, so my wife and I dropped the kids off at the grandparents and went out for a date. Date night, exactly. Awesome. It's always a good thing. Yeah, and we actually we got the we got on a porch or the patio and had it and. My wife is like, oh, we, we need, uh, she's really craving a pretzel, you know, and they had these pretzels there and I'm like, okay, yeah, well, appetizer, go, we're, we're going to splurge here. Splurging, getting pretzels. All right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it came out with uh, mustard. Well, I've never liked mustard. I tried it. It's good. Well, my taste buds are dying. That's why. Because <laughs> I'm getting old. So it, it's, you know, everything evolves. Everything evolves in what you do, your likes. Yeah, your and I know that people always say like your palate changes as you get older, yeah. and you'll start to like different things. I've definitely noticed that with food. Mm-hmm. I definitely have a different taste than I did ten years ago, so mm-hmm. to speak. So maybe this is just part of it, or maybe it's just because I'm reading about it and I'm watching videos about it and I'm talking to people about it, and it's mm-hmm. just become like this new fun thing that it is. It's kind of, I mean, nerd alert. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'll watch. You know, an hour's worth of, you know, videos, mm-hmm. like, you know, two or three at a time or whatever it is about people tasting and what's good from oh, different, yeah. uh, you know, distilleries and everything else and what to look for on the shelves and all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's, I, it's fascinating to me. I, that's, I'm in the same boat, but with beer. Yeah. I'm sitting there. The, the reason I found that podcast on beer and why I'm, you know, why I brought up the, the link is because that's what I follow most of it. I like to listen to uh, the podcast I found. He lo- he interviews very local brewers, and he oh, he it's you know I'm looking at this table and he's interviewed what one two. You're saying that because I've I've got coasters <laughs> on the table. Yeah, like I I tend to collect the coasters when I go out to bars and stuff, and I I tend to bring them home and I've got them like laid out here on the table. So there's what there's like one two three four five six different yeah six yeah. different ones. Some of them are local, some of them yeah. are not so local. I will so. say yeah, he's done like three of them now uh, on the local ones, and it is fascinating to listen to him do that. Yeah. And then you know the, it's the links. You know I I liked the beer and I, I liked those kind of things, and so that's how I found his podcast is because. Through the yeah, links. For people, obviously, for people who don't know, you brew your own beer as I, well. So you, you tend to do all that kind of stuff normally because you enjoy it. You're you're you like brewing yourself. It's a fun science to get into, and it's a very interesting technical, you know, hobby. Yes, that was that. that that's that's a very. I know uh, when we were in an office together, that's what we talked about a lot. A it's, lot. <laughs> it's 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 a fascinating. You know, not only that, because, you know, it's fascinating, technical, and there's a lot of very uh, intricate things and minor tweaks can cause major changes. But you're also sitting there while you're brewing, drinking a beer. So it's, you know, what's better? But uh, you're you're doing a hobby you love, like while enjoying a beverage that you love, and then you're making more of that with with your hobby. Like, this is is even better. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's, you can't lose. And that's you, you hear that in the interviews 
that you hear of these brewers because they start out the same way you did with the same thing and they're talking about how they tweaked this and did this yeah. and you know and it's fascinating to up. hear that kind of stuff it it's really is fascinating it's absolutely fascinating and then you know when you can actually get something off the shelves or go there which i haven't been to a brewer in a very long time because you know we just can't can't risk it with my family. Not, not at the moment, but no. hopefully that'll, that'll change soon. And you'll be able to start to go experience those things again. And that's the which, thing. Which is, is the things that you enjoy yeah. doing, which is great. Because I can remember shit. Being a little kid, like junior high, high school era, and like watching Modern Marvels or mm-hmm. the History Channel or something like that. And they're talking about, this is how to make grain alcohol. This is how vodka is made. Yeah. This is how gin's made. This is how wine's made or whatever. Like, And for some reason, alcohol was always so interesting to me, even oh, though yeah. like... My parents didn't drink growing mm-hmm. up. My dad barely drinks now. Mom can't drink yeah. because of all the medication she's on. She like three sips in and she's like bright red and three sheets to the wind. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> but it's like it's, I never grew up around it. It wasn't mm-hmm. a big thing. But yeah. for some reason, I was always drawn to it and gravitated mm-hmm. towards it. And I, I didn't – I mean, I think I drank maybe two or three times before I was 21. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know. And then I, I didn't really start drinking until – I was 21, and then when I started drinking, it was like mixed drinks, like uh, like rum and coke, and then mm-hmm. I got into like whiskey and coke, and then I kind of got into like some of the mixed drinks and all that kind of stuff, and uh, and then I started drinking beer. I didn't really like beer, but then I kind of just made myself drink beer until yeah. I started to like it, and then I just enjoyed beer, and like yeah. that was kind of my thing. So I would have like a rum and coke or whiskey and coke here and there, yeah. but mostly it was just beer, yeah. whereas now it's mostly turned into like seven and seven mm-hmm. is my go-to. I mean, I love a good old fashioned in Manhattan, mm-hmm. you know, but typically, I, honestly, I just found a new one, uh, the bourbon smash. If you've not have a bourbon smash, no. it's fucking delicious. Uh, there's a couple different ways to make it. The way that I like to make it is without the mint. It's, yeah. it's kind of like a, uh, it's a good summertime, fruity, sweet mm-hmm. drink, um, which is why it goes so well with bourbon, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think it's a thing for like the Derby or something, yeah. but it's basically like a, uh, a mules, mm-hmm. like for like a whiskey drinker kind yeah. of is what it is. So basically it's like either lime juice or like a, like a lime little wedge muddled mm-hmm. with some blackberries, mm-hmm. uh, some simple syrup. I supposed to put mint in. I don't put the mint in. I'm just not a big fan. Um, and then obviously your, your bourbon splash of club soda. Yeah. Delicious. It is so damn good. And that's one of those things with me. I never, never really went into the, uh, the hard alcohols or anything. And I think it had a lot to do with, I can do beer at home. I cannot do hard alcohol at home. Why or not? Legally, you cannot. You cannot. Oh, to make it. To make it. To make I'm thinking like, why can't yeah, you drink no. alcohol at home? Like, no. no I drink a lot of my alcohol. People think it's weird because I'm usually home alone. Yes. But it's okay. I don't well, mind being by know. myself. <laughs> Sorry. Make it. <laughs> Yes, that, that's legally, a little better now. Legally make it. Um, yeah, you still buy the stuff on online and make your. I, I, I know a guy who knows a guy and gets <laughs> some moonshine if you want some. Uh, but they, they mostly sell like apple pie and like uh, what do they call orange dream sickle and all those kind of like mixed like with the yeah. apple pie. It's not just the straight no you know, moonshine. I, I, my uh, my wife's uncle does all that kind of stuff in his basement you mean you know a guy who knows know a guy, a guy. It's, it's i'm not, not naming it's any definitely names. not okay. somebody you know oh yeah and not related to it's oh you know a guy who knows a guy who has a guy believe me he doesn't actually care <laughs> <laughs> he really doesn't care and even if he gets caught he will be like i could care less i'm just gonna go buy more stuff and you know stuff like so he's got a rotary distiller in his basement well, that's more of like 
chemistry kind of stuff, right? That's that's like laboratory kind of equipment. Yes, and he uses it to make grain alcohol. No, he uses it to make scents for candles yes, and stuff. The, people, the uh, essential oils. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's what, what you always use those things for. Exactly. No, but he's got stuff like that, which when you look it up, you can get them, but they're expensive. Oh yeah. And this is what he does. This is just. Hey, I, I I personally have a friend who would love to make it, but they're not willing to risk yeah. the fact that they, they don't want to get in trouble. So they just, they're like, like me, like they're out looking for things and buying new mm-hmm. bottles and talking to people. And like, I was actually, uh, we were talking about this before we started recording. It's like, I'm looking at actually making like a, um, like a whiskey club, yeah. so to speak, oh, because yeah. it's like, I enjoy drinking. I enjoy looking mm-hmm. at stuff, but more importantly is like, I want to share it with friends mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm kind of tired of going to bars and mm-hmm. spending $20 on a pour of whiskey. It's yeah. like, I'll spend the 40 bucks on the bottle. Thank yeah. you very much. And then I'll have some friends over and we'll all knock it out and yeah. I'll spend less than I would at the bar anyway. Oh yeah. So it's like, um, let's just do that. So, well, and that's also the thing is with those, if they buy into that, you, everybody contributes money, you can get better stuff. Well, it's, it's not even just so much that. Like for yeah. me, what I want to do is like do tastings. Okay. Because I've not had tons mm-hmm. of different things because I'm still very new to it. Yeah. So what I want to do is like say, hey, okay, uh, next month let's get together and the the theme is bottled and bond, mm-hmm. which is 100 proof, right? And you can't spend more than $25 oh, before nice. tax. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. like before tax, yeah. $25 in the limit. Go get a bottle. Yeah. Nobody can bring like the same bottle like two, like two times. So yeah. everybody has to check in with me yeah. before they go get it. Yeah. Or if you have it at home or whatever, I don't yeah. care. But so you let's say to... let's say you get six guys come over. We got six different bottles. They're all less than thirty bucks. They're mm-hmm. bottled and bond, hundred proof. And it's like let's pour them all out. Let's try right. them. Let's do little sips. Let's mm-hmm. compare A and B. No. Do I like this one? Do I like that one? That's cool. I'll get one of those. I'll put that on my shelf because that's yeah. a good sipper. Or maybe it's good for mixing or whatever. You know. So it's like. Some of them are like a little spicy, but those are really good for like a bourbon smash oh, yeah. or a Manhattan because like that spice kind of mm-hmm. holds through. It doesn't get watered down too yeah. much by all the stuff mixing. So I want to do things like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can go weird. It's like, okay, you know, like get between 50 and $60 bottles, you know, like <laughs> yeah. uh, only aged in this kind of yeah. barrel or whatever. So we can start to do that kind of stuff and try a bunch of different mm-hmm. things without having to go out and buy six different bottles. You mm-hmm. can buy one and then we could all, it's like, if you hate it, so what? Like yeah. leave it here. Somebody will drink it. Like who cares? Yeah. You know, it's like everybody's going to come back over to my place anyway, because I'm one of the only bachelors. Like <laughs> I, I can afford to say, Hey, you can come over anytime you want. Cause yeah. it's just me. Just, yeah. I don't have to worry about, you know, like, Stuff with the family or doing yeah. whatever. Kids running around upstairs or trying to sleep. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's it's just me. It's no big deal. No, so. And with, as we were talking before, that's that's one of those things that I can't have anybody over, you know, on a regular basis. But yeah. we talked about. Because you've, you've got small kids. But yeah. again, like, I went through that for years. So yeah. I understand that. Whereas now, like, my daughter's yeah. older. It's it's no big deal. Plus, obviously, lives with their mother. So yeah. that makes things a lot easier, too. But but that's also the thing. Yeah. We were talking about the fire pit. And yeah. Just, you so know, being outside, let the kids run around and have fun. And I you don't guys mind can, that. You guys can all. sit outside and talk and exactly. hang out for a couple of hours. And then the kids can go upstairs and mm-hmm. go to bed. And everybody can kind exactly. of wind down and mm-hmm. stay for a little bit of leave. That's yeah. no big deal. No, it's, uh, it, it's one of those things that I've never... It, It'd be interesting to do yes. something like that. Yes. But it is it is it is a lot more dangerous though, obviously, because yeah. you got the methanol and the ethanol that gets yeah. made in that process. So you mm-hmm. gotta know your temperatures and your mm-hmm. ranges because it really could like mess you up if you get the wrong stuff. So. It could. And that's the thing is, is when you're making whiskey at home, I'm saying. Because <laughs> you'd never do that. I've never done that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'd never do it, but um as cheap as it is to go buy it, like why bother? <laughs> I tried making wine once, and it was like, 
it's so much work and hassle and everything else. It's like, eh, just, I'm, I'm good. But that's what's so fun about it. it. It was interesting. It was a fun process. I'm glad yeah. I did it. I'm glad I learned. But yeah. it's just, I'm too damn busy to be dealing with that at the moment. It's just, it's it's not worth the hassle. I'd rather go out and hunt bourbons and talk yeah. to people and, and do all that. So that's just what I'd, I'd rather do with my time. Although the crazy thing is, wine is so much easier than beer. So easy. <laughs> So it's, easy it's, it's, it's the best entry level <laughs> alcohol to make. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to make it. It's also the most shelf stable because yeah. I'm not going to go through it super fast anyway. So you just literally to pour everything in and just let put it go it to the side. Let it go. You know? <laughs> That's all you do. Yeah, unless you screwed up the second batch of fermentation and it doesn't finish all the way, and then you got to add vodka to proof it up a little bit. Uh, may or may That's... not have done that. Definitely did that. <laughs> well, see, that's also the thing. You can't make as much of a mess as I can on mine. No, no, no. Because you're just so much more precise. <laughs> Everything is so much more precise. Yeah, with it's the wine, is, it was so easy. Well, granted, it's a great way to start. Yes. Because it's just, it's so simple. It's so simple. Even I couldn't really screw it up beyond saving. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I, the, one of the things that I was uh, thinking about trying to expand into when I actually have time, which probably won't be for another multiple years realistically yeah five or six years at, at the minimum uh is mead yeah that'd be kind of cool if you've seen how that made it's kind of this hybrid process between beer and wine yes but it's such an interesting process because you can you're not adding sugar to sweeten or anything it's it's part of the fermentation process where it gets dry or sweet or you know one of those things and it's a very technical process but yes. it's not on the technical end of brewing and it's not like wine it's It's, much more ingredient dependent it's ingredient dependent and then it's how long you ferment and how long you stir and and yeah there's all these little factors that go into it and you can make really crazy stuff off of the same ingredient which is just honey it's honey and yeast Mm -hmm. and water basically that's what meat is and so it's that's part of that um kind of interest that you know i will gravitate to listening to these guys talk about this kind of stuff all day long yeah because dare i say like you get into the weeds of that of understanding all the science behind all of it and and how to make that work yeah so that that's interesting whereas most people just they don't want to think about it (laughs) and that's that's kind of what i came to the conclusion of it's like (laughs) you know i'm I'm just i'm kind of over like it was fun i'm glad i did it it was a good experiment but for me it's like i'm having way more fun yeah like was it saturday morning you know I, i got in line at the local you know, liquor store does their release at nine o'clock in the morning when they mm-hmm. open. I was there two hours early, you know, and I was like sixth or seventh in line with the same guys that I see like all the time. And we're sitting there talking about what's going on yeah. and where they're finding stuff and where they're seeing releases mm-hmm. and like who's gotten what recently and um, like what what's what's coming up in the next couple yeah. of months. And it's just it was fun. It was just mm-hmm. it was cool to just hang out because what, what else would I have done? I would have slept in a little bit like. I killed time watching YouTube videos and then gone to the gym. Whereas yeah. I just I got up earlier, got there, hung out with them, and then just went to the gym early and just mm-hmm. hung out the gym for a little while. It's yeah. no big deal. But yeah. so that's just kind of become part of my routine. You know, I got like two or three different stores that I kind of frequent mm-hmm. to just stop in there and talk to them and see what they're getting and asking questions. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just been kind of fun. I'm really enjoying it. A lot of those places will also special order things for you. Well, the problem with the state running everything yeah. is that they can order whatever they want, but they're at the mercy of whatever the state is yeah. going to send them. So I could order like um, Old Forester birthday bourbon mm-hmm. in the fall when it gets released, but they don't have any say of when that yeah. comes in. They have it on the, the manifest, of course, but they may or may not get sent to them because the state runs all that. Yeah. Whereas apparently in different states, you can just order whatever you want oh, yeah. and they'll send it to you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of cool because 
they can get in a lot of unique and different things that's mm-hmm. hard to find. But, you know, maybe there's – if they don't have a connection with the distributor or whoever else, they may not be able to get their hands on it just because it's not available to who they're ordering from. Yeah. So there's all of those issues as well. So I don't know which one's better. The good thing about here, everything thing being run by the state, is that there there is like basically a maximum price they can put it on the shelf oh, yeah. for. So I can get it pretty much for MSRP, mm-hmm. which the allocated whiskey – as people who know that are looking, the secondary market, aka the black market, yeah. is mostly fraught with people like selling it for twice to three times the price mm-hmm. of what it's really worth. And I think that's what's ruining the industry. Not people doing that, yeah. specifically selling, but it's the assholes that are buying. Yeah. If you're buying at three times the price, shame on you. Go I'm- out and look for it yourself. Have friends look for it. It's fun. It's interesting. It's it's a different thing to do. Capitalism. You know, I get it, but <laughs> it's it's ruining the market because then you get people who go in, pay all their friends to stand in line. They buy all the good stuff so that I can't, and then they're going to sell it to three times the price. I'm not willing to pay that, whereas I'm more than happy to pay retail, but I'm not going to pay double the price for the stuff because too much good stuff on the shelf. It's yeah. just – it is what it is. But that's also the thing is you don't have the money or the time or somebody like that to pay for it. So, you know, capitalism dictates that – you go with something else and they're going to get whatever special and, you know, relish in their little victory of paying too much for something. You guys are bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'll go back to, you were just saying, uh, you were standing in line talking with the people there, the same five people waiting in line yeah. for, there's your connections too. That's the same connections that you're trying to make with this, with the email and the Twitter and things like that is trying to find yeah, to get it sent out. Yeah. And saying, okay, wait a minute, this guy next to me knows this, this, and this, and I'm going to go try something because he recommended it yeah. to you. It's how everything It's the same works. kind of thing with it's trying the, to like market the, the podcast and everything the else. the exact same thing that you're trying to do. Yeah. Is, I mean, it's, it's the best way to do it because like these people know like the genre exactly. that they're into. They're excited about it. I'm learning. So it's good to ask questions and do those kind of things. And they're saying, yeah, well, based on you like this, this, and this, you should try that because it's very similar or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I know, and you're more than likely going to just go straight to that one that he recommended. Yeah, because it's, say, boom. it's most likely going to be mm-hmm. a good pick because they've got context, they exactly. know me and everything else. So and then after, that, that's actually a really interesting correlation. And then after that one, you're going to look at that one and say, wait a minute, who else makes something similar to that? Because I like this or I didn't like this and say, wait a minute, these three other places like or, or something similar, or wait a minute, I don't really like this one. I'm going to go this way and go one, two, three, and these places all make something similar, and I'm going to go to these places and then move my way down. And then I'm going to go back to the guy that you ta- you just talked to and recommended something and say, hey, wait a minute, I tried this one. And he's going to say, well, wait a minute, you tried this one. And it's those connections that go back and forth and can spread that information. So That makes sense. I'll tell you what, you wrapped all that up. You brought it all home. (laughs) Let's call it quits for the day. While we're ahead, we're winning. (laughs) Well, Ryan, thank you so much for coming back on the show. It's great to have you back on. We're definitely going to do this more in the future, more often for you guys, listeners. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have some better stuff to talk about. So it's just (laughs) emails in for the podcast, but it's all right. Because again, he's our tech support. (laughs) Tech support. Everybody knows that reference. You get it. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You have any closing thoughts, sir? That's it. I think uh, we'll save everything else for the next one. Fair enough.
All right, well, thank you, sir, and we will see you guys next time. <laughs> that was fun. All right. Well, that wraps up another great episode. It was so good to have Ryan back on the show. And it was lots of great stuff that we had covered all throughout the podcast. And obviously, we couldn't end an episode with Ryan without talking about some sort of alcohol as he's really into brewing his own beer. And he's, he's quite good at it. Uh, his beer is quite tasty. Uh, but as of now, if you guys have any questions or comments or you want to write into the show, to any um, of our regular guests, please go ahead and do that. You can go to uncensoredhumanity.com and there is a contact us form on there. Fill that bad boy out and send it in. Or you could also send an email to uncensoredhumanitypodcast at gmail.com. So Ryan has helped me out with that and we've got those up and running as of now. And if there's any kind of troubles, we will obviously troubleshoot those as we can. But please uh, feel free to go on out there and uh, leave us some comments. Let us know if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes or specifically also if you have any questions for our regular guests. Because we will definitely have them back on. So if you have any questions for them specifically, go ahead and shoot those into us and we will take care of those on the podcast. Then hopefully in the future, we will do some sort of Q&A. I don't know what specifically on yet, but I would love to do a Q&A show. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys are still listening, thank you so much for all of your support. It really does mean the world. I mean, words can't even describe how much I appreciate seeing the numbers and stuff grow on the podcast. It's, it's awesome. And the biggest thing we can do right now to support the show is still to go out and leave it some five-star reviews because that really helps a lot of these uh, podcast listening platforms to bump it up in the algorithm, to share it with new people, and recommend it to others as well. And obviously, you know, talk to your friends, share it on social media, do all that kind of good stuff. And, and even, even if you hate it, you know, say, hey, check out this asshole. He's a jerk. <laughs> I would appreciate that, too. It's all right. You're allowed to disagree with me. Uh, I completely understand because I'm kind of an idiot. So, so it's all right. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all we have time for this week. So we will see you guys next time on Uncensored Humanity.